Hello, and welcome to the Lancet Diabetes and Endocrinology podcast. My name is Nikolai Humphreys. Today, I am joined on the line from India by Professor Ramachandran, president of the India Diabetes Research Foundation and chairman of Dr. A. Ramachandran's Diabetes Hospital to discuss an article on text messaging in India to prevent diabetes. Welcome to the podcast, Professor Ramachandran. Hello. Now, your aim in this study was to reduce the incidence of diabetes in a population of men in India. Now, is diabetes a particular problem in this population? And do you think that prevention of diabetes is the best way to tackle this problem? Yes. Prevalence of uh, diabetes is increasing all over the world, particularly in countries like India, where there is a special susceptibility to diabetes as an ethnic race for the Indian population. Today we have seen that uh, the prevalence of diabetes in the adult urban population is between 15 to 20 percent and in the rural populations uh, between 4 to 8 percent. We estimate there are 61 million people with diabetes in India. According to our public health policy, prevention of diabetes is one of the most cost-effective way of handling this epidemic of diabetes. In this particular study, we looked at the effectiveness of using short messages with mobile telephones to change to bring about change in the lifestyle in order to prevent type 2 diabetes in subjects with pre-diabetes or impaired glucose tolerance. Thank you. That brings me on to my next question. You mentioned that you used text messaging intervention in this study. Can you tell me a bit about these types of intervention and the one you used? Why did you choose to use this intervention in your study particularly? Many studies done previously have shown that primary prevention of diabetes can be achieved by lifestyle modification in subjects with pre-diabetes or impaired glucose tolerance. But however, those methods and strategies were labor-intensive and needed personal trainers and dietitians and one-to-one interaction. Our aim was to use mobile telephones in order to bring about lifestyle changes because we know that the distribution of and penetration of mobile phones in countries like India is very high and the density of mobile phones even in the rural population in India is very high. So this is one of the very cost-effective and easy way of reaching people in rural as well as in urban parts of India. So therefore, we used text messaging in order to change the lifestyle of people who have impaired glucose tolerance or pre-diabetes in order to test whether using telephones and mobile telephones can actually change the lifestyle of people in order to prevent or decrease the incidence of diabetes who have a high risk of diabetes. Thank you. So did this intervention work and could you tell me a bit about what exactly you found? Yes. Our previous studies have shown that doing moderate lifestyle modification can reduce the incidence of diabetes from 30 to 50% in people with pre-diabetes. This particular study was a very important experiment because we didn't use individual interaction, but we randomized 537 subjects. We screened 8,741 participants There were 10 sites in the southeast part of India and chose 537 subjects with impaired glucose tolerance who were randomized to two groups. Uh, Both the groups received uh, standard care education regarding changes in dietary habits, uh, change in physical activity in order to reduce the 
the incidence of diabetes, but one group, which is the study group, received SMS on a very regular basis for the next two years in order to find out whether it can reduce the risk of diabetes. And the SMS was given almost two to three times a week, usually between 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. in the morning and in the evening between 6 p.m. to at about 9 p.m. We wanted to test whether uh, it is also acceptable to people whether to receive SMS regarding their lifestyle. And we found that one of the strengths of the study was that the SMS regarding their health was actually very, very acceptable to people. This is, these are people who are healthy but who have pre-diabetes and who do not have diabetes, and we are trying to prevent diabetes. So therefore, and we found by the end of two years, there are two important things. 96% follow-up was there, and there was a significant reduction in the incidence of diabetes, while 27% of subjects developed diabetes in the control population only 18% of the participants developed diabetes in the intervention group, giving a hazard ratio of 0 0.064, which means there has a 36% relative reduction of diabetes in the intervention arm. So the SMS really did change the behavior of people and resulted in the incidence of diabetes. This is important because mobile phones, for the first time, have been used in order to prevent a clinical outcome not only just diabetes. In previous studies, it has been used to modify the behavior of people. For example, it has been used to increase adherence to antiviral therapy in people with HIV and also for reducing tobacco use. But this is one of the first studies to show that mobile telephone technology could be used to prevent a disease, a disorder like diabetes. Thank you. That does sound like a very encouraging result. Now, could I ask you a little bit about the limitations of the study? If you were to do this differently in the future, how would you go about that? And do you have plans to do any further studies in this area? Yes. Uh, in my opinion, there are two important limitations of this study. First of all, in this particular study, we used only men with prediabetes. Unfortunately, there were no women involved in this particular study because we did this study in workplaces in large industrial organizations. So if I want to repeat the study, pro 